Hi, and welcome to Kids Yoga Matters with me, Maria Jones. In this podcast, we talk about all the reasons why kids yoga matters. So let's begin. For the sake of anyone joining us right now in uh, the Kids Yoga in the Classroom group for the live, this is Kids Yoga Matters, the live version, where uh, we interview a guest who talks about something they are expert at. And this week, we have Susan Rose, who has wrought Let's Make a Rainbow, a kids yoga story. She will be telling us about the process she went through to write the book and uh, telling us, of course, about the book itself. Thank you. Susan, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for being here. Tell me a little bit about you. Thank you for having me. I am a former dancer and gymnast. I was a gymnastics coach. I owned a gymnastics school and then I got into elementary PE and I taught that for 17 years. And as I was looking forward to retirement, I thought, hmm, what else could I do? So I got trained in yoga kids. Back in about 2008, I started that. So I already had my 200 RYT to teach adults, and I sort of transferred into teaching kids. I did Yoga Kids with Marsha Wenning, who's like, she started a program back in 1992. So she's sort of like the grandmother of all the Yoga Kids things that we see now. When we moved down to Florida, 2011, I had a lot of extra time because I wasn't teaching PE anymore. So I started teaching at libraries and rec centers and yoga studios. And that's sort of what I've been doing with myself until, you know, about March of this year or of last year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's kind of sad for everybody at the moment. Yeah. It is our reality. I thought that we were getting out of it in the summer and now we're back into it, which isn't a good thing. <laughs> and it's kind of funny, but yeah, how have... I know it isn't in the questions that I sent you. How have you been coping with uh, the recent pandemic? Are you working? What is it like in Florida? (laughs) Well, back in March, things shut down pretty tight. So all of my library classes were canceled. Studios were closed. People really stayed home quite a bit. They even closed our swimming pool in April. So that was like a big deal. We couldn't go to the pool. We couldn't go to the clubhouse. I live in a condominium. And then you know, things kind of opened up around Memorial Day and they never really shut back down. So people are out doing their thing. Everyone seems to be wearing masks. The studios opened back up in July. So I teach my chair classes to my seniors and I teach one kid's class a week or a month. We just started that. So, you know, people are, We I always say it's like the Wild West down here in Florida because I know the rest of the country is a lot more shut down than we are. The schools, some kids are full-time in the schools. Some kids are still at home doing remote learning. It's sort of up to the parents to do that. But it doesn't seem like we've had any big outbreaks in the schools. And, of course, they just brought the vaccine in. It's really hard to get an appointment to get one. But, you know, at least they are moving forward with that. Yeah, supply of the vaccine here is also an issue. It is how fast can you get it to the place that it needs to get to. So there's a lot of factors to put in. And yeah, appointments, I guess, is one of them as well. 
so yeah, a harsh reality we live in. But at the same time, the silver lining has been quite a lot of us have turned into our creative side. And you created a book. What sparked this idea about creating your book? Well, I had written a few poems a couple years ago to use with my kids' classes. So just like a six-line poem for a pose. And I would, you know, introduce the pose and read the poem in the class, and the kids seemed to like it. And I had maybe six or seven of those, maybe not, maybe five or six. And, you know, when, when the shutdown happened in March, you know, I cleaned like crazy. And then I started painting woodwork and just, you know, doing everything I could around here. And then I just really needed a project to keep me busy. And I kind of pulled those poems out and thought, well, maybe I could make a book with this. So I wrote a little loose story around it. And one day I was on Facebook and I came across a post from uh, a woman who I knew she'd written a kid's yoga book. Some of you may know it. Um, Lucinda's Magical Yoga Adventure. It's Betty Larea. And her Facebook post was saying that she was looking for people to mentor through the self-publishing steps to bring a kid's book to life. And it was just, you know, sometimes you're on Facebook and something pops up that the, that's exactly what I need. Plus that she lives like five minutes from me. And I, did, I didn't really know her. I mean, I knew who she was. So I emailed her and said I was interested in finding out more. And she had a program where she works with you for three months to walk you through the process because all I had was poems on paper. And from that, from there, I had no idea how to make a book, bring it out, publish it, market it, anything. So that was my first step. I worked with Betty and she helped me edit it. The, the, the very first process is being sure that your manuscript or your words are the best they can be. So I had a little dialogue and then all these poems and then a little more dialogue and then some more poems and then dialogue. And she said, let's make it all rhyme. So I had to rework the dialogue part and make that into poems. And we worked and worked on the manuscript. And there were times when she'd want me to fix something and I'd be like, no, it's fine. And then I'd work on it and it would be so much better. So <laughs> she really knew what she was doing. That was my first step. Do you want me to just keep going on this process? Yeah, absolutely. Because okay. the whole process is what is so interesting about the whole thing. It is very, very much something like you or someone like you in the group may have, for example, the pictures for a book and not have the words or and want to put something together. So the fact that you are talking right now about uh, rhyming everything up, you know, putting the poems together with dialogue and then rhyming the dialogue. How did the pictures came about? Uh, are you good at drawing as well? No, I didn't do the illustrations. Okay. Making a, a children's picture book, that's to me was the biggest hurdle because then you have to totally rely on someone else. So I started looking for illustrators and I looked through Pinterest and Etsy and there's all kinds of websites that um, host illustrators to show their work. And, you know, you kind of have to decide on the style that you want. And I wanted something pretty realistic looking. There's some beautiful children's books, but they're so magical fantasy things. And that's really not what I was seeing. It's just really a story about a brother and a sister stuck inside on a rainy day. And they decide to use yoga 
to go places in their imagination. And then when they do their sun salutations, the sun comes out and they make a rainbow. So that's where the title of the book comes from. So I wanted it pretty realistic and I wanted poses, I wanted pictures of poses that the kids reading it could look at and understand what to do. So I found an illustrator. Actually, she was over in Israel, but everything's done online now. So it really didn't matter other than the time change we had. What we ended up doing is I took pictures of me doing the poses, sent them to her. She had her kids do the poses, sent them back to me for approval. And that's what she based the, the illustrations on for the yoga poses. So that was kind of a fun process. Yeah, that sounds uh, real fun. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of back and forth, a lot of the beginning of the book where they're not doing yoga yet. You know, we had to think about what that would look like, the boy and the girl. And it was it was a lot. Now, on her end, I don't know how any of that works. Like, well, she made sketches and then she started coloring things in. And so she'd send them back to me and I'd say, yay, nay, change that. You know, this, you know, her down dog was too short. It looked like a forward fold. You need to make it more of a down dog. And you know, just trying to verbally explain things, but we got it. We got it figured out. It took four months, it took four months to get the illustrations done. You enjoyed the process. You seem like you really enjoyed the process. I do now. It, the, that was the most frustrating part because like I said, you're totally at someone else's mercy and I'm trying to make her understand. And I don't think English was her first language, which I didn't know in the beginning. But we worked it out and I think they're beautiful. They're really colorful and I'm really happy with them. <laughs> no, that sounds so amazing because it also answers the question of where did the inspiration come from? You wanted it to be a journey like the kids, uh, almost like the cat in the hat. They are in the house. <laughs> there any, was there any cat in a hat inspiration no. there? <laughs> no. well, maybe, maybe in the back of my mind. Yeah, someone else said that to me too. Like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did read that as a child, but I don't know. <laughs> Not purposefully. No, I know what you mean. But, you know, there it is. It is, you know, it started as poems and uh, for poses and it's turning into a beautiful book other than mm -hmm. the challenges that you had to get your beautiful book illustrated what other challenges did you face in the process of creating a book or are you facing any challenges right now because I know as a course creator that creating a course is one thing selling it and marketing it is another <laughs> altogether <laughs> yes it is yeah so you have to learn how to write a book And then you have to learn how to publish a book and then you have to learn how to market a book. And I didn't, I don't have any marketing experience at all. So I was always learning like, okay, here's what I need to do next. So that's what I'm learning now, what my next step is. But after the illustrations, so now we had text and we had illustrations, totally separate files. Then we had to get a book designer and this fellow was fabulous. Found him in a Facebook group And he puts the text and the pictures together. So he had to design some of it to make the text kind of flow around. Most of it's right at the top, but some of it kind of flows around. I'll show you some pictures in a minute. But he sets up the files because you have to have certain formats. And it has to have the pictures have to go to the edge of the paper, the bleed. And you don't want anything in the center. They call it the gutter. So he had to make sure all that was right. So he was like fabulous. 
So then he finishes it, gives me the files. He did a book cover. He converted it to an ebook, made me a hardback cover file. What else? I mean, just all kinds of different files that I need now to send to my publisher or printer, the printer. I'm the I'm actually the publisher. When you self-publish, you are the publisher, but you can use you can take it to a print shop and have it done and have your own books and sell them. Or you use um, you can upload it to Amazon through KDP and it is on Amazon. Or I used um, something called Ingram Spark, which is a printer distributor. So I would ha- I uploaded all my files to them. They okayed it. They 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 said yes, this is in the right format. They sent me an e-proof so I can look at it electronically and say, okay, it all looks good. Everything's where it should be. Then you order one book and and get a real live book to look at to make sure, yes, it's still okay. Then you say, okay, you can distribute it. And they put it on Amazon. They make it available, I should say, to like Barnes and Noble. And I don't know in the UK what bookstores are. Butterstones. <laughs> Barnes and Noble is about the only one, the big one left down here. But other people can can pick it up and sell it. So, you know, that was a whole other process of learning to deal with the self-publishing files and how to upload them and make your, you have to put all the, they call it metadata, where when you go to a Amazon and look on a book page, you're going to see a description you're going to see the age group. You're going to see all kinds of information. That's the metadata that the author has provided to tell you more about the book. Okay. And I know you, you've probably all been on Amazon and you can, you, you're familiar with that, but you, the, all that has to be in there before they start distributing the book. So, I mean, it's a process. <laughs> it really well, is. How long um, did that process take? Probably about, I worked with it about, two or three weeks because I had an issue with one of the files and I'd go back to Travis. I need you to fix that. It wasn't quite right. So it just depends. And then you upload it. It maybe takes a day or two for them to say, okay, here's your e-proof. And then you, you know, look at the e-proof. If it looks okay, then you order the print that takes another week or so. So it was probably about a month dealing with Ingram and just the process of getting it available for people. So from start to finish, the How long book? did it take from the whole May? I started working with Betty in May. So I already had some written, but, you know, kind of revised the manuscript. May. Illustrator, I hired the 1st of July. She was done the end of October. So there was July, September, October. Yeah, she was the longest. And then Travis took maybe oh, three weeks. So I got it out in... Um, November, late, late, late November, we had the ebook. It went live. It launched, what they call it, like your big launch, um, December 8th. So I was trying to get it out before Christmas because that's when a lot of people buy, you know, children's books. That's amazing. Six months and a little bit. Yeah. If you exclude the creative process of making the poems uh, beforehand. Amazing. I am so impressed. (laughs) I'm just like sitting going, Oh my God. <laughs> well, it helps when you don't have anything else to do, you know, when you can't go teach a class for a long time. Well, that's it. And also, there is this process of transformation that this pandemic has taken a lot of us on to. It, uh, I mean, you did a book, other people did courses, other people transitioned their business completely mm-hmm. online. I admire them. 
because although I had some classes that were going on for some time online with the kids, I found that I couldn't keep them engaged for longer than, say, four or five weeks. Then they would wane off. Then maybe they would come back. And then in the end, it ended up only being three or four kids that would come back to the class. So that's something to be applauded if you have classes online, for example, and you are still engaging with the same kids. Well done to you. It's a transformation in itself. So we don't recognize the things we do in a way. Somebody else may have to tell us. So I'm telling you, I'm super impressed. Don't knock it. <laughs> Thank you so much. No, this is yeah. amazing. And, you know, it doesn't mean anything less of other people doing other things, etc. I just think it is a process and that transformational process needs to be uploaded. <laughs> Sorry, let's see what I have. Oh, yes. Tell me a little bit about the next steps in your business are you writing something else or before you before we do that would you like to show us a few of the pictures actually yes oh, i would lovely I'd love to. okay so here's the cover <gasps> oh my try gosh. to make it not um reflect it's <laughs> great however so let's make a rainbow and show you a couple of the these are the, the Poe's poems. I don't know how oh, she, wow. I'm just going to show you the picture. And so this is Volcano. It says, it's keeping me on there. Jump your feet wide with hands at your heart. Volcano starts rumbling right from the start. Inhale with your hands up over your crown. Hot, fiery lava starts to pour down. Explode in the air, let the sparks fly out your fingers and up to the sky. Wow, you are amazing. That's a beautiful <laughs> poem as well. Thank you. This one's Warrior. <sighs> little kids there doing their, I gotta keep, I gotta keep my thing on there. Yeah, I gotta oh, keep my voice now. Out. Okay, are we losing it? Yeah. Okay, so it goes like this. Warriors are brave, warriors are strong. When you rise tall, you can't go wrong. Flex one knee, sweep your arms out wide. Don't forget to do the other side. Warriors are peaceful, warriors are kind. They lead with their hearts and focus their minds. Wow, brilliant. They're, they're all six line. I'll just show you a couple of the pictures. This is the tree pose. Yeah. Gorgeous. Well, and your illustrator did a great job, by the way. Yeah, she really did. This is the lion pose. Of course, they got their tongue sticking out. And they do look properly real. Like, it isn't cartoonish. Yeah. It isn't something that would only appeal to a certain age. I think a big, variety, a big range of ages would appeal to that kind of... Uh, poem and so. images I hope so and I wrote it to use as a yoga class so it starts with butterfly cat cow down dog it's like a logical sequence then it goes through some standing poses then it comes down to the floor child's pose and then there's this section where they say they're saying outside it's still raining but I think it says outside the day is cloudy and gray we wish the rain would go away maybe if we quit complaining we could help it to stop raining. We think we know what must be done. Salutations to the sun. So then they go into their sun salutations. And these are all just like a plain color with each step. 
of the sun salutations. And it goes from red to orange to green. Oh, wow. And then blue and purple. I don't have those pulled out. That's fine. So you see the rainbow coming through. And what she did, the illustrator did that was so clever is she put them on clouds. Oh. I never would have thought of that. And she said, why don't we make their mats look like clouds? I was like, oh, my God, that's so cute. And then the very last is the big the double rainbow. spread. The double spread. <gasps> Of the rainbow. Can you see that? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Outside, the rain Stunning. is, what do you know? We've, you know, I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's two poems. No, We've it's made gorgeous. A rainbow. And that's the end of it. Yeah, I haven't used it for a class yet, but I think it would be very easy to use the whole book for a kid's class. Absolutely. Because and also, sequence. if you decided, like Julia Donaldson is one of the famous writers we have here in the UK, and she has she has found somebody that has turned her poems and writing into songs because the mm. illustrator is her husband, Alex Shelfler is her husband. So Julia Donaldson works with Alex Shelfler. And that's why the books always look pretty much the same uh, in terms of the not the same, of course, not the same. But, you know, you can see there's a certain style mm -hmm. of images and eyes and shapes. And then they turn into songs and they are so popular in my classes. Oh. <laughs> Most of her books sung along with some poems and it comes, of course, mm -hmm. with a little. So the next step, I'm putting ideas in your head now, I... is to get them all sung by somebody. <laughs> well, I have talked to people about doing just the sun salutation song. Perfect. And... You know, they've kind of said, yeah, I'll do it. And then they got going on other things. And they didn't. So I would love to have that. Done. <laughs> that would cost. But, um, you know, because you always need a good sun salutation song. <laughs> exactly. We always need a good sun salutation song. And actually, it doesn't matter how many variations that are out there. There will always be one that appeals to a certain age or a certain yes. group of people and another one that will appeal to others. So uh, it's abundance. Yes. It's, uh, you know, there's no competition there. I use what dance is next for the in sun. your business? What is next? I have another book in development and this time I'm trying to do a series. You guys can let me know if you think this is a good idea or not. It's a series that every book would be based, would be featuring a separate child that uses yoga to learn something or to discover something. Oh, wow. And it's set in an elementary PE where the PE teacher is also a yoga teacher. So it's kind of based on me. And her name is Miss Bendy. What do you think of that? Miss Bendy, it's, it's great because Bendy. it's yoga. It's Bendy. So she, yeah. Anyway, loosely developed. I have the first manuscript, so I'm getting ready to send it to a developmental editor because to do a series, it's different than doing just one book. You've got to have some consistency and some themes that are going to go through the book. I don't know. I don't. That's my next thing to learn about how to write a kids series. But that's what I'm starting to work on. It's amazing how we see our dreams come into reality. Did you ever dream of writing a book like this? Not really. Not really. I mean, I love kids books. I've, I've got tons of them that I all my kids yoga classes always have a book in them, especially when I was at the libraries, because, you know, they're at the library. We have to have. So, you know, I would find a book that had kids yoga themes, build the whole class around that book. 
And I guess I kind of got started thinking, well, I could, I really could write a book where it could, you know, be a nice seamless class. And so that's what I've done, I guess. Perfect. Exactly. Because normally the poses don't flow as nicely as, as yoga teachers will sequence them. Yes, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so hopefully this does. Hopefully it makes sense in terms of using it straight through for a kid's yoga class. Absolutely. Um, it looks amazing. And the way Thank that it's you. been thought out as you took us through the book has been incredible. Yeah. I tried uh, to add a little, uh, a little benefit. Not all of them have. Like the last line is sometimes the benefit of the pose. Like the warriors, they lead with their hearts and focus their minds to just kind of give a little bit of this is why you're doing this pose. Amazing. Can you tell us about the book one more time before we say goodbye to our guests? <laughs> yes. It's called Let's Make a Rainbow, a yoga story for kids. And it's basically two children that are stuck inside on a rainy day and they decide to use yoga to use their imaginations and visit some different places. And then they do their sun salutations and the sun comes out and it makes a rainbow. Beautiful <laughs> pictures. And lovely poses and poems to inspire, so inspire us all. It's been uh, lovely to have you on board. I loved this one. Just so inspiring to see um, the whole process basically unfold in front of our eyes as you described it. And I hope it has inspired someone in the group to take the next step to create something wonderful for their community. Thank you so much for coming. That was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening.